if you know me, you might know that it's no secret that I love cake. In fact, they probably made the phrase or the comment after me talking about a fat kid loving cake. Because I grew up in a house where cakes were valued. You see, our birthday parties in Milwaukee where the winter weather was sometime. That January birthday party, we had a lot of cake. My nephew's birthday was the 21st, mine was the 23rd, my sister's was the 24th, my mama's was the 28th, and my niece's was the 29th, and everybody had to have their own cake. Because I could not have any princess, any princesses on my cake. My sister did not want any wrestling figures or cars on her cake. And so that week in January, I learned a lot watching my mama bake cakes. Making sure that everybody had their own special cake. But I, perhaps the greatest lesson that I learned is that the cake needed time to cook. You could not rush the process. Those of you who bake know that you cannot speed up time to make your cakes come out right. Because if you try to speed up time and turn up the temperature in order to get the cake out sooner, it ended up burnt on the outside and raw on the inside. Those of you who bake understand that you have to have the right environment because even though it was cold, mama would make me sit down because she could not kick me out the house because I played too hard. Those of you who bake know that if there's too much bumping going on, that cake might fall. So there needed to be the right kind of environment to make the cake. Then mama had her own special pan that she used for making cake. Mama taught me that you couldn't use just any pan. Grab any pan out the, out the, where she kept her pans in order to make the cake, you had to have the right kind of pan. Otherwise, your cake wouldn't turn out right. But what I find in life is that a lot of times we want to rush God's process. A lot of times, like baking a cake, we want to Tell God how to do what God has mastered how to do. Forgetting that we love cake and we like the end result, sometimes we want to rush the process because we don't have time to wait. We sometimes want to tell God to change up a little bit. Perhaps make the oven a little cooler. Because using my imagination, the cake might say, the oven is too hot for me. Perhaps some of us might want to speed time up and tell God it needs to get done soon. Because we're on a time schedule to get to where we're going. So I stopped by 1 Thessalonians chapter 5 today to remind us to mind our matters. 
to remind us that when we are being made and formed and fashioned by God, we've got to be mindful of the process. We've got to be mindful of the fact that it might hurt sometimes and it might be painful sometimes, but it's all part of the process to remind us that if you want perfection, it takes time to, to remind us that sometimes we got to get in the right place so that God can have this perfect work with us. But I find that this pressure, life circumstances, life challenges, cause us to challenge what the writer said that we ought to always be joyful, that we ought to always pray, and that we ought to give thanks in everything because if the truth of the matter was told, sometimes we just don't feel like it. If I can be honest today, last week I, I didn't feel like it. Last week I didn't want to crawl out of bed. Last week I wanted to roll the covers over my head and bury my head in the pillow and say, Lord, it's too much. But the truth of the matter is I had to get up because God is working on me. And every now and then when God is working on us, we lose sight of what God is doing. We lose sight of the fact Sometimes when God is working on us, it doesn't feel good in the midst of the process. It doesn't feel convenient. Because we are captivated in our minds that when we are Christian, everything ought to go perfect. What a shame it is that some folk think that because I follow Christ, Everything in my life ought to be peaches and cream. And the truth of the matter is we can't handle it when all hell breaks loose. You ever been in a situation when everything seems to be falling apart all around your life? Everywhere you turn, things doesn't seem to be working out. Yet you've got to know that God has you in your hand in his hand. There's just a song we used to sing growing up. He has the whole world in his hands, but sometimes I feel like even though he holds the whole world in his hands, perhaps I slip through his fingertips. Come on. Come on. Because of the things that life has dealt me, the trials and the tribulations and the struggles I find myself in, I feel like yeah. I've moved myself out of God's hands and I'm in a place yeah. where God is not. Sometimes I feel like all the stuff I'm going through that nobody, not even the Lord can help me. But I hear the text that we ought to be joyful. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. And give thanks in all circumstances because this is God's will for us every now and then. I've got to know what God has designed for me. Hear the word of the psalmist that said the Lord will complete his purposes for me. Yeah. Truth of the matter is I've come to realize that all of my situations have taught me that I'm fearfully and wonderfully made. The truth of the matter is I don't understand. Yeah. Yeah. This is the reality I have to come to that I don't always understand what God is doing in my life. So I stopped by what Jeremiah said when I felt like God had left me. And I wanted a word to tell somebody else. God sent me to the potter's house. 
man, he showed me how the power is working in his, in his, on the wheel, and he showed me something. I, I think we missed what Jeremiah saw. Jeremiah saw that the clay got messed up. Truth of the matter here, sometimes yeah. I feel like I've been messed up. Sometimes I feel like I'm broken. Sometimes I feel like I lost all hope. Sometimes I feel like life ain't worth going on. But the, we, we, we didn't read it all. The clay was messed up. But the clay was still in the potter's hand. falling apart all around us but we're still in his hand we're messed up we're broken we're battered we're bruised but we are still in his hands and because we're in his hand though messed up Jeremiah said I saw the potter do something that I didn't expect see I don't have experience in pottery but he, he said the potter began to reshape Tears are flowing right now. 
you haven't given up on me. You haven't left me alone. It feels like I'm slipping. But your grace kept me. You caught me when I could not catch myself. Sometimes we feel as though even though in life when life has gotten the best of us we're tempted to take ourselves out of the hands of God. So I want to remind us to mind our match. James said to the readers that counted all joy when you fall into divers temptation. When everything around you seems like it's falling apart. He said then you ought to count it all joy. Because the trying of your faith brings about endurance. And I'm so glad that the Lord has cultivated my life in such a way that I know how to wait on the Lord and be of good courage. I'm glad that the Lord has cultivated my life enough that I know that whatever I'm going through, the Lord will never leave me. Nor will he forsake me. I'm glad that what life has taught me is that when life gets hard, when troubles are all around me, that I'm still covered by God's grace. By God's grace. His grace. His mercy. When I want to give up, because I don't understand. I remind myself that I'm the work of his hands. I remind myself that God won't give up. What God has made. I know this is Mother's Day. God doesn't give up on what God has made. Some years ago, I told you two, now I'm going to tell you three. Two years ago, a few years ago, I sat in the sanctuary and I looked out at some children in my house that were connected because of either foster or adoption or blood relationship. But I looked out and all these children had mothers who chose something else. For some reason or another, they chose not to be their mother. And I realized then that when we say he's a mother to the motherless, What we're really saying is that God doesn't give up on us. Though we fall, though we slip, God does not give up on us. And how do I know God does not give on us, give up on us? The Bible says perfect love casts out all fear. And as I struggle with the fact that too many folk feel like there's nobody else they can lean on. Mm -hmm. 
What I've come to realize is that many of us just need to know that the Lord loves us. He is a mother to the motherless. But I thank God that he teaches me how to always rejoice. Because truth is, I don't always feel like it. The truth is, I want to cuss some folk out. The truth is, I want to lose my mind. The truth is, I want to have a pity party sometime. But the Lord has taught me to rejoice always. Now, how has the Lord taught me how to rejoice always? I'm going through hard times. But I thank God it could, it's not what it could be. He's taught me to pray without ceasing. That no matter what's going on in my life, I need to make sure my relationship with God is intact. Songwriter said it this way, that he holds us together when we feel like we're falling apart. And then he's taught me how to give thanks in everything. I've learned that when I look over my life to stop looking at our problem and start looking at our problem solver. When you see your problem solver, when you're in the midst of your problem and you see the one who is able, when you have the hope that God won't leave you, that you're still in his hands, that God, even though you feel broken, even though you feel battered, that God is still working it out for you, you can give thanks to God. Because other folk gave up on me. Other folk wrote me off. Other folk cast me out, but the Lord kept me in his hands so that the old wisdom say, if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I could have been dead sleeping in my grave. I know the stuff I got into. But the Lord kept his hands on me. But the Lord kept his hands on you that even though you could complain. Like the songwriter said, when I look around and I think things over, I know that the Lord has been good to me and I won't. I gotta make up my mind today, I won't complain. Extend the invitation and the challenge. There's some lessons that we learned that we were taught growing up. Some folks said you have forgotten. 
you had a mama that taught you manners. She taught you how to say thank you. She taught you how to say please. She taught you how to respect your elders. And so I'm encouraging you these same manners today. They keep saying thank you. even though it seems like life is hard. Because if you keep on doing these things, when you find yourself at the break, at the place of giving up, you won't try to pull yourself out too soon. But you keep on trusting that you're in his hands as we stand to our feet that might be 